0: Follow us on social media or visit our website at cafamily.net. Amen. Before we continue in ministering unto the Lord tonight, I just want to share with you just a few scriptures that uh, I do believe are essential and important to our faith, to maintain a level of faith as we even come to pray and also to worship the Lord. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 6 and verse 18, we are told, this is the amplified rendition of this, pray at all times, on every occasion, in every season, in the spirit, with all manner, notice, all manner of prayer and entreaty. To that end, keep alert and watch with strong purpose and perseverance interceding in behalf of all the saints, God's consecrated people. So God is admonishing us to pray with all manner of prayer at all times. Keep in contact with heaven. So prayer really has an important place in all of our lives. In the book of James, chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, we are told that prayer is involved in healing. Is there a sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church. Let them pray over him. Anointing him with all in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. If he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. And then also when it comes to our loved ones being saved, our people in the world being saved, look, look at Matthew chapter 9 and verse 38. Pray ye what? Therefore the Lord of the harvest, that he will send forth laborers into the harvest. So for healing, we pray the prayer of faith. For loved ones to be saved, we pray and ask the Father to send laborers. I've seen this happen many times, and it's wonderful to see that people are sent, and those people come to Christ. When it comes to Jude verse 20, it's building up ourselves on our most holy faith. How are we going to do that? Praying in the Holy Ghost. And that's not with fervency, but that's praying with other tongues as your spirit filled. You build yourself up on your most holy faith. So if we want to be built up, we need to learn to pray in the Holy Ghost if we want strong faith. And then Matthew 26, and a very important scripture to all of us. Prayer is involved in helping us overcome temptation. Watch and pray that you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Jesus demonstrated that for us at the rock in the garden. He prayed to overcome the temptation that was coming his way and instructed his disciples to do the same thing. Yet when Peter was challenged, he didn't. He failed the test. Remember? And then also when it comes to fainting, look at Luke 18 verse 1. And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. We're to keep from fainting, then prayer is essential. It means to lose heart, to give up, to cave in. And then verse 13 and 14 of Luke 18 also, look at these verses. And the publican standing afar off would not lift up so much as his eyes into heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified. You see, we could be justified. Rather than the other. For everyone that exalts himself shall be abased, and he that humbles himself shall be exalted. So we see prayer was essential for this man's being justified. And when we ask God for forgiveness as well, the same is true for us. Then look at verse 16 of James chapter 5, and this is a verse that we all should know. Confess your faults one to another, and pray for one another, that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man and he amplified says the heartfelt fervent prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available dynamic in its working hallelujah everybody should want that don't we want dynamic power available power that's dynamic in it's working look at james 1 and verse 5 and also we see here if you lack wisdom then let them ask of god that's prayer that it gives to all men liberally and abrates not, and it shall be given him. So we see the place that prayer holds in all of our lives, whether it's for healing, releasing labors, building ourselves up, overcoming temptation, preventing our fainting in, in life, generating miracle power, justifying our, our, our lives before God, and bringing wisdom. But then, there's different kinds of prayer. And before we get into it, these are different kinds of prayer. In Matthew 18, 19, we are told by Jesus himself, Again, I say unto you that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Asking is prayer, obviously. So two are coming together in harmonious agreement on the behalf of something, whatever it is that you're looking, God, to do. Prayer of worship. Look at Acts chapter 13 and verse 2. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted. The Holy Ghost said, separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereunto I have called them. So as they ministered to the Lord in fasting, uh, worshiping him, what do we see? We see God moving by his spirit. But then look at Acts chapter 16, verse 25, a familiar text to all of us. At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and then sang praises to God. And the prisoners heard them. And it goes on to say then, there was a great earthquake Everyone's bands were loosed. Amen. So we see God's power was generated and manifested as they prayed and sang praises to God. Then there's a prayer petition. Very important scripture, Matthew 21, 22. All things whatsoever you shall ask in prayer. Now notice the next word. Doubting. If it was doubting, we'd all have it made. Would you agree with that? Wouldn't we? But no, it's believing. That's the adjective that he uses. Believing, you shall receive. So in other words, it's believing prayer. So this is the prayer petition. Then there's the prayer of commitment. Look at the Psalm 37 and verse 5, the prayer of commitment. Commit thy way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Commit it. In other words, I'm turning it over to you. Have you ever done that and then took it back within the next five minutes? Has anyone ever done that? Look at First Peter 5, 7, what he says. Casting all your care upon him. Here's, here it is. We're committing it to you because he cares for you. So we're casting it on you. But do we keep it there? Do we leave it with him or do we take it back? And then also there's the prayer of the Spirit. Look at First Corinthians 14, verse 2. He that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men but unto God. For no man understands him, howbeit in the Spirit he speaks mysteries. Speaking to God in prayer, speaking in tongues is speaking to God in prayer. Remember that 14 and 15 verse, it even tells us, if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit by the Holy Spirit within me prays, is what Paul said. So there's a way to pray in the spirit so that we can really get beyond what we understand and know, tap into the realm of the spirit to get results. And then also there's a prayer of consecration and dedication. Look at Luke 22. Here's Jesus. Saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this, cap, this cup from me. Nevertheless, not mine will, but thine be done. In other words, I'm consecrating myself to your will, that your will would be done in my life. So that's another bona fide prayer. But then finally, and this is where we're at tonight, corporate prayer. Look at Acts chapter 4, verse 24. It actually starts with 23 and right on through. They were let go. They went to their own company. When they got there, they said they lifted up their, their hearts. We heard that they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God, which made heaven, earth, seeing all that in them is. By the mouth of thy David. servant David said, why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. Against The truth against the Holy Child, Jesus, who now has to know both Herod and Pontius Pilate, And the people of Israel were gathered together for to do whatever thy hand and counsel determined for to be done. But Lord, now behold their threatenings and grant with all, hallelujah, to all thy servants that with all boldness they may preach thy word. By stretching forth your hand to heal and that signs and wonders would be wrought by the name of the holy child Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place was shaken where they were assembled together. Man, I don't know about you, but I'm itching to have the place shake. I am itching to have the place shake where we assemble together. Hallelujah. How are you going to get that? Just what they did. Come together in one accord. Lord, look at at the dilemma they were in. You see the horrible situation they were in? But you know what? We're not looking at the situation. We're looking at you. Our eyes are upon you. You see the world that we're living in with Russia and Ukraine and everything that's going on? You know, it's from one end of the spectrum to the other. But you know what? Jesus is coming soon. And that's why we're believing, praise God, there's going to be a mighty outpouring of his spirit, mighty manifestation of his glory. So let's do that. Here we are together. Let's believe for him to stretch forth his hand to heal, and signs and wonders be wrought by the name of the holy child Jesus. Our eyes are upon you, Lord, just like in the days of Jehoshaphat. Amen? Amen. So let's sing this chorus here. Let's gather around this altar, if you don't mind. uh, And then let's do this.